the emails and the texts arrived one after another on a gorgeous sunny weekend this past January. First it was one congregant who found the leaflets strewn all around the marina. Then a few congregants saw a post on next door, something about propaganda bags. It turns out that a group calling itself the Goyam Defense League had widely distributed flyers claiming that every single aspect of the COVID agenda is Jewish. According to the ADL website, these and similar flyers continue to be distributed in other parts of California and throughout the country. While such print material is largely protected under the category of free speech, we know how potentially dangerous it is to spread falsehoods about Jewish power and control that could even lead a person to fly to this country from another country and take a tiny synagogue hostage in the mistaken belief that our Jewish leaders are so powerful, not only do we control COVID, but we could get someone released from federal prison because we're Jewish. Spreading false information in print and on the internet to inflame people against Jews is one form of anti-Semitism. There are also the spray-painted swastikas, vandalization of Jewish-owned businesses, and assaults on Jews around the country who wear distinctively Jewish garb. And if you looked at the local Jewish press this week, you would find an example of all of those. And actually, I don't think anything mentioned in the secular press. When terrorists shoot a JCC or synagogue or take hostages, of course, everyone responds. But I've observed on the part of some, but not all of us, that with any Jewish anti-Jewish act, short of an attack, there's something that holds some of us back from a full response. And there are many reasons for this hesitancy. We want anti-Semitism to be a historical fact, not a contemporary one, as it sadly is. Some Jews who have had little or no personal experience with anti-Semitism can find it harder to accept that fellow Jews in our time are being targeted as Jews. Also, we believe in America as the golden Medina and a golden age for the Jewish people, and I do think that this country continues to be in a great place and time for flourishing creative, evolving Judaism. And yet, according to the ADL, from 2018 to 2020, the U.S. saw more anti-Semitic incidents than we had in 40 years. Hatred of Jews for different reasons, on the left or the right, don't compute with our preconceived notions Further, if we 
place ourselves politically on the right, we seem to focus our ire at left-wing anti-Semitism. And if we place ourselves politically on the left, we're more likely to notice and call out anti-Semitism on the right. Last week, Holocaust scholar Deborah Lipstadt sat before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee nomination hearing to compel senators to vote her in as our US monitor against anti-Semitism. I am an equal opportunity foe of anti-Semitism, Dr. Lipstadt proclaimed, and I think that we and our allies should be that. But how? I believe that for everyone in a Jewish household and for everyone connected to a synagogue like Emmanuel, we must and can respond to anti-Semitism. And in coming months and years, there are some major ways that we will need to stand up and respond. But I think there are a few ways because it can feel so paralyzing. What do I do about this? So just, just a couple of thoughts about that. First, the ADL has a portal on its website where if you experience, witness, or hear of an anti-Semitic incident, you can report it so that they can collect the information. I encourage you to check out the um, ADL anti-Semitism tracker and see what's there. I was a little shocked myself, and in fact, I wanted to know how it worked, so I went this afternoon and I reported that incident that happened in San Francisco with the flyers because it had not yet been reported and who knows what else has not yet been reported. Since February right now there are 23 separate incidents on that tracker from across the country and of course probably the majority of what happened unreported. Second, while there are numerous organizations, including this temple, that devote a portion of our resources to responding to anti-Semitism, I encourage you to support and get involved in our local Jewish Community Relations Council, the JCRC, who recently released a consent statement on anti-Semitism. JCRC is our vital partner. Supporting them is an easy way to respond and they're monitoring locally all the time and building alliances with uh, many of our friends in the interfaith community and other places that want to stand up with us. And then there's likely no more effective response to anti-Semitism than all of us doing our Judaism, however you do it, more publicly and more often. You do that just by supporting or showing up at your local synagogue, but we all do it by practicing Judaism in the ways that work for us. This week's Torah portion, Kitisa, as I told you at the opening, contains those beautiful, powerful, immortal words of Torah, Vishamru, B'nai Yisrael et HaShabbat. Our people shall keep Shabbat, observing Shabbat through the ages as a covenant for all time. So let's do Shabbat. Let's do more Shabbat. Let's do it publicly and at home in any way that works for you. 
Way back when, Shabbat involved cleaning up the whole house and baking challah, making a big chicken and kenedlach dinner, gathering everyone around the table and services. For most of us today, that level of time and preparation is simply not an option. But there are a million ways to acknowledge or do Shabbat in the way that is right for you or your family or your friendship circle. Maybe it has to start at 4 in the afternoon or not until 8.30 p.m. for your family. Perhaps your Shabbat ritual is to order a pizza and watch a movie together every Friday night. Or a Shabbat afternoon hike. Or turning off your phone. Or bringing a takeout picnic to a local park. You want to drive the anti-Semites berserk? Just up your Jewish practice and your Shabbat game, but really don't do it for that reason. I, I mentioned that great Jewish essayist and early Zionist, Ahad Ha'am, and I really believe his words, more than Israel has kept the Sabbath, the Sabbath has kept Israel, the Sabbath has kept us all. And this is true for so many Jewish rituals and practices. Shabbat is just one of many profound, magical Jewish offerings that give our lives purpose, structure, and groundedness. Le dorotam berit olam. May Shabbat, however you do Shabbat, and all of our modern rituals, keep our people grounded and vibrant for eternity. We will neither cower nor succumb to the desires of anti-Semites.